his fortune in giving people million dollar smiles and he found good fortune at Parkside Elementary doing favors for a principal stuck in the red but we can't talk about Steve Mead without talking about the bizarre way he died and if we're going to do that we have to talk about the multi-level marketing health and kitchen products company Nutrixium this is the twisted true tale of what happened one spring in a small suburban paradise we're your hosts, Jess and Meg, and we're here to tell you the truth. Blender the Podcast is brought to you in part by funding received for the Flower County Correctional Facility Podcast Rehabilitation Program. Dedicated to bringing humanity, reconciliation, and practical podcasting skills for when inmates meet life on the outside again. This episode may not be suitable for young listeners, as it contains descriptions of anatomy, death, and drinking wine. Okay, first though, we have been getting so much mail. Like, real quickly, we just want to say thank you. All right. So first, um, I have a Janelle reached out and she had a question for us, Jess. She said, if we have TikTok, there is a dance she would like us to do and reshare. Oh my gosh. I wish I had a phone in here because I would totally be doing TikTok dances all the time. I know. I know. And I just feel so bad because it's, this isn't the first request either. They're like, please, please, please be on TikTok. Please, please, please do these dances. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, when when we get out to now, we will be TikToking it up. Now, (laughs) now I do want to say Janelle and to everybody else with a social media platform that if you are Ready for us to get out, please. Hashtag Blender Podcast release Jess and Meg. If you want to start start a movement, I'm here for it. You know? Yes, I am totally here for a movement. That's great. Yeah. If you want to start to generate some support on that, we would we would love your support. And maybe Kim Kardashian could take it on. Something like that. Just like that's kind of where we're at. Absolutely. Um, let's clean this together. And I, I did want to say... Thank you so much to Carol, Carol, who sent in the caricatures of us from our mug shots. Oh my and gosh. Not a proud day, but I am proud to hang that caricature up on my cell wall. It is uncanny how it's you amazing. our spirit. So thank you so much, Carol. You are very talented. Carol, if there's a um, Etsy platform that you're selling this through, please let us know because we'd love to promote it. It's- like Jess said, it's unbelievable how talented you are. Mm-hmm, for sure. Now, Jess, this part of the case, as you know, is very personal to me. Understandable. Yeah. More than knowing and, um, frankly, strongly disliking Steve, more than the connection to Parkside Elementary and my serious questions about the state of our education system, 
Nutrixium just feels very personal. Yeah. And I, I think as the hosts of this investigative podcast, we need to be upfront with why. So do you want? No, no. Um, I need to say it. So um, I'm a mom to three kids and solidly middle class. You know, my husband, bless his wonderful little heart. He works really hard and I felt like I wasn't contributing. I just want to say real quick that you were a thousand percent contributing because you were running kids to school. You were really like you were holding everything together. Right. No, I know. I know. I get that. Maybe it's, I wasn't feel like I was financially contributing. So network marketing, it, it seemed like to be a really good fit for me. You know, it allows me to work on my own hours. They say, whatever you put into it, you get out of it. Um, and network marketing, for those of you who don't know, it's just another word for multi-level marketing. So I started with doing um, like a nail polish, but it wasn't like a nail polish. It was like these stickers that you put on your nails. I remember it was called Nailed It mm-hmm. um, because I hosted a few parties for you. Thank you. And I was very proud of you for trying on that. Thank you. And then, you know, from that, I moved on to um, – it was an air freshener type of a thing where it, you spray it into rooms and it purified the room's air. And they also had these lines of um, like essential oil type things where you can put in bottles and clean counters. And unfortunately, um, that company was under investigation by the FDA, unbeknownst to me, when I started it. So that yeah. was another also kind of a cult i mean kind i don't of want to, not to like throw wild accusations out but you did have to give them a lot well you know i think when they asked for um a blood sample from me is when i really started questioning this company and and to be honest there were red flags before that you know that Yeah, but, you know, you think, like, surely I'm not getting involved in something so nefarious, and then you Mm -hmm. are before you know it. I know. I know. Well, it was through that company's connection. It was called Breeze Out, um, which hindsight, Breeze Out, probably, I mean, it's in the name, like, Peace Out, Breeze Out. Anyways, another episode for another time. Um, I met a friend through them, a friend of a friend, and she, I'm sorry, I don't want to, is it okay if I don't say her name, Jess? I don't don't say your name. No, 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 no. We don't want to bring her. She's very sweet. We don't want to bring her into this. She's been brought into it enough. Okay. Thank you. I just want to be open and honest, but I also want to be protective of our friends on the outside that are supporting us. So anyways, this friend who I will call friend X she brought me in to Nutrixium. Mm-hmm. And she told me, these are these new fancy blenders. Um, it will help your life be smoother. It will help you be healthier. You're a mom of so many kids. Think about all the people you will be helping by simply selling these blenders to families and it sounded like such a great innocent look I only had to spend $2,500 up front and to be honest that was a lot for us but the return that friend x said I mean how do you how do you not 
Yeah. And I mean, it was a great blender and you like, I was like, well, I mean, I would, you'd be drinking so many smoothies, you know, like it seemed like it would be healthy and great. Um, but, but I guess it was not, but as Meg and so many other vulnerable women would come to find out Nutrixium was anything but a girl boss, get rich, quick, small business. It was a pyramid scheme that would leave many boss babes like Meg out thousands of dollars. I was so desperate to get some sales. I was doing demos for everyone. I mean, I think you gave me three demos. <laughs> I know. And you still didn't join my downline. <laughs> friend. Oh my <laughs> the worst. <laughs> but anyways, I gave demos to literally anyone that would have me. And that included Steve Mead. I know firsthand those blades can be very powerful. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember you putting an entire raw potato in the blender as part of the demo. Mm -hmm. Yep. And as it turns out, a raw potato and a penis are both equally chopped by a nutrixium. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I am getting ahead of myself. Um, first. The next discussion may not be suitable for young listeners, as it describes the bizarre way Steve Mead was allegedly killed. In an effort to cover all the known facts of this case, we will be discussing this blender death in detail. Taking a quick pause to share an incredible opportunity for our listeners. Even though we're locked up, you can still lock in the deal of the century by joining Meg's Nutrixium team. Be a boss babe and take control of your destiny by becoming a network marketer. These blenders and kitchen accessories practically sell themselves and you'll make friends while also making bank. Make an investment in owning your own business. For just $999, you can be part of the Nutrixium family. Okay. Because yes, a penis and a potato do blend with remarkable ease in the nutrixium, which was surprising and upsetting. Yes, I do feel as if nutrixium should have put a warning label somewhere for on the sure. blender. For sure. Okay, and so let's let's backtrack. Okay, we will get to how we know this. Yes. Uh, okay, let's start at the beginning. Steve agreed to do your demo. He did, which. Jess, as I mentioned to you, when he said yes, I was very surprised. And the way, though, he said yes was almost like a coy, like, yeah, Meg, sure. Let's see about this blender. Like, well, let me tell you this, though. I was really excited when he said yes, because I was like, Steve is in a circle of money. And so mm -hmm. for you, as someone who is like your biggest cheerleader, I was like, okay, Steve's going to throw one of these parties. Because when I threw it, I was like, I mean... My people aren't biting, you know, but I was right. like, this blender is great. Maybe like people will buy, um, you know, that's a really good point. And that's really one of the reasons I brought you with me because I needed that optimism Yeah. because if I'm being honest, this was not so long after this bake sale. And <laughs> as you know, I was very, um, upset about the way that was went down as you remember from episode one um so you came with me as my positive reinforcement to be there next to me with steve right and then we got there and no one was there 
It was, it was just deep. deep. Which I was like, I'm glad I'm here with you. Yes. It was a very unsafe environment from the get-go. Could you imagine if I showed up alone and it was just Steve? Like, what did he want? And right after he had just, like, taste-tested your cookies, like, mm -hmm. it was, you guys were not on good terms. And so it was very suspicious. Um, and then we start, you start doing this demo, drinking wine. Thank you, Steve. It was, like, a very nice bottle. Yeah. So he was like, okay, let me see this blender. And he flat out said, let me see this blender because I do not believe you, Meg, that it can chop a raw potato. Because the, I mean, it's when you did it, when you would do this demo, I have to give the audience like a little bit of a description of this because mm -hmm. it was really, it was kind of like a magic show. Like <laughs> if you like, um, here's the splendor, you know, here it is. It's sparkly. It's cute as heck. Um, and then you'd be like, and here's a raw potato and you would just put it in there and it would chop this raw potato immediately, like make it mashed almost like it was cooked. So I can understand like, you know, most people just give you the benefit of the doubt. They're like, wow, Meg, that's amazing. But of course, Steve has to be like, there's no way that was an uncooked potato mm -hmm. way. And he just like would not, he was like, I am a doctor. And we, I was like, well, you're a dentist. Yeah. Let's be clear. When we say doctor, he's a dentist. Yeah. But so he was like, let me, let me do this. And he goes and grabs his own freaking vegetable, his own carrot. So anyways. He grabs his carrot, like you were saying, and when he put his hand inside the blender to get the potato out, I mean, it got the, his, the potato wouldn't come out. It was stuck in the blade. Right. And then I think he was like trying to lean. I'm trying to remember exactly, but he was like leaning over on the counter mm -hmm. and he accidentally pressed the button. Yes. Like, so, so, and it yeah. wasn't just like the go button. It was like. Uh, the go button. Look, yeah. if you're looking at the Nutrixium blender, there's there's several speeds. And if he would have let me finish the demonstration first, he would have understood that there are levels at which the blade chops. And because he was leaning, leaning like over the counter, trying to pull his hand in this potato out that was caught on the blade and in doing so, hit the go, bright red go button. Quick aside, your go button should be green, but but I think red for like caution. Caution. You really want to go fast, you know? So yeah. like I understood it, but me didn't. Um, Jess, did you know, sidebar, that it's in red because of a legal lawsuit? Shut up. Yes. So something similar happened um like a year ago before Steve. And through that lawsuit from the family. They had to put it in red because as a warning, like you mentioned. Wow. And yet we are sitting in prison. Okay. Well, so anyways, so back to, the, back to the scene of the crime, his <sighs> hand is in there. Okay. He's pressed the go button. Obviously his finger, his fingers are getting mutilated. They're gone. Obviously they're gone. Like they're that, gone. I am in shock. Like, so, so we're watching Steve over the counter Still, look, he's still determined to get this potato out. He doesn't care. Like, that I his hands 
that. I was like, you lost your hand. You and I'm like, Steve, there's blood everywhere. Stop, stop, get up off the blender, stop. And he says, no, this potato isn't real. I have to prove it to you. And I'm like, oh, I'm mansplaining potatoes. I'm like, you've lost all your friggin' fingers. So then I can't, like, I think I went to grab the blender off of his hand because I was yeah. like just in full on mom mode. Like we have to stop this maniac, right? But then when I did that, it accidentally, I pulled the blade out, which was still connected to the bottom, but the mm -hmm. glass was still on Steve's hand. Mm -hmm. And then I tripped over the cord and I accidentally like landed on his face. It was like the blade still going and Steve had an adorable John Stamos nose, but it was also like, you know, a man nose. So it was mm -hmm. bigger and it got stuck in the blade and like just straight up. What is that famous sculpture that doesn't have a nose? Is it David? Yeah, maybe it was David, which isn't David the naked one too? Are they all naked though? So yes, his nose is gone and you're on top of him and he's still like fighting to, he's, I think he, the words he said were, Megan, Jess, I'm going to do everything I can to bring you down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said that, which I interpreted as a threat. And at that point, I think this was self-defense. Not yeah. that we did anything. We didn't do anything wrong. wrong. So but there was so much blood, so much confusion. The wine bottle, the mm. wine fell. Like there was like a lot of red and it was impossible to tell what was Cabernet and what was Steve Mead. So at this point, you're on top, like you're straddling him because the blender blades on his nose and I'm going to try and unplug it. Yes. You know, to, to stop the whole thing. And in doing so, you didn't realize I was doing that. So you, you like swing your body around yeah. and still holding the blade. And then Steve comes up. Yes. Steve lifts his body up and almost like pushes you down. Almost. I mean, it was so confusing. And also like holding that thing was like holding a fish. You know, it was like so slippery because it's covered in blood. Motor, 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 covered in blood. Like just like, it was very hard to control. But yeah, I, I remember at some point he stood up mm -hmm. and I didn't know. You Honestly, and I Jess, when that happened, I thought he was attacking you. Well, again, I, I thought he was, I thought he was trying to hurt you when he was standing up because he was like pushing you down. I'm coming around trying to unplug it from the side of the wall and he is grabbing you standing up and I see that. I yes. see that happen. And one, my left hand is grabbing the cord and my right hand is trying to grab you out of the way. Right. And, and doing so, Steve, and this is what I told the officers, grabbed me. And through that motion, the blender went Straight into his, forward. Straight, straight into his dick. Just straight there. And for those of you who don't know, um, there's a lot of blood, that part of the body. And and I just want to also say that blade went through his pants. It's very powerful. It was very powerful. I mean, if it wasn't for this and a couple other lawsuits... I mean, it's a really good product. Maybe not for the kitchen, but it's a good product. Oh, for sure. <sighs> so at this point, Steve had lost his hand, most of his face, mm -hmm. and um, his penis has now been torn to shreds. 
And I can see why this looks intentional. Right. <sighs> wasn't. No. No. Um, so I feel like the things that happen next might be better suited for episode four. Yes. Yeah. Because I think, I think that it's a good, this is a good place to stop. Okay. So that was, a, because that was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and I hope you guys could tell from our voices, like it was traumatic for us. Oh yeah. And, but I'm glad we, we shared it all. Like we shared all the truth and I know that our listeners are champions for us and they're level-headed and they can understand fact from fiction, um, also known as our police department. A horrible scene for sure, but was it murder or a series of unfortunate events that left Steve Mead blended to bits? A police department in distress, eager to make arrests, charged the first two suspects, <clears throat> us, but did they do due diligence or hastily put together a case that could and should be overturned? Next time on the podcast, we look at the clumsy way the investigation was handled. Hi, y'all. It's Maggie Reith Austin. And Sarah Adams. Co-creators of Blender, the podcast. If you'd like to learn more about this fictional world or the short film Blender, head over to our website, themonthlyjunk.com. You can also keep up to date on this and other projects we're working on by following us on social on Facebook and Instagram at The Monthly Junk. If you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate a five-star review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to help more people find this story. Help us grow by sharing with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.